0: Fantasy fam, what's up? Woo. Welcome back to the Fantasy Fan Podcast. Very excited! Fantasy playoffs have started. The NFL is still underway. Enjoy it while you can. Crazy. Moving, uh, moving rather quickly here, right? Right, brother.
1: Mm-hmm. I can't believe it's playoffs already. Like it's literally there's like three weeks left of football.
0: I know regular season.
1: I mean regular season. Obviously, there's playoffs, but
0: yeah, the real NFL playoffs. Not not as exciting as the fantasy football playoffs, of course. Quick shout out to uh, to our cousin Keeley. Woo! He's uh has an. As another, another obligation this evening.
1: Prior, a prior engagement.
0: <laughs> we, we do, however, have a very special guest, the fantasy guru in his own right, Turk Alert, doing work, you, always doing work. How you doing? And it's on we'll Turk. Um, we'll be following up with this fine, fine, intelligent individual a little bit later in the show. Uh, pick his brain for some advice on how he's, you know, how he's been doing. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna kind of fly through some injuries here. Um, some notes you know the standard the standard fantasy fantasy fan podcast um, Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler may not play this week which which I think could, I mean up to this point it's the it's the game of the year this Thursday night the Charges visiting the Chiefs and Arrowhead a uh, short good. week so
1: it's not good but Melvin did play he would got a limited practice in today so there is a chance that he does play but I don't know
0: I'm sure I'm sure hoping he does but at the same time if he does I'm a little afraid that he might be limited oh. and they have Justin Jackson up and coming rookie at a Northwestern which obviously if he's still available in your leagues pick him up pick him immediately up. because he's a he's an RB2 potential flex start this week if Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler do not play yeah um here's some here's some food for thought very important New York Jets um oh. Running backs, I, I don't think any of them practiced today,
1: brother. No, they did not. Pretty – I mean, I don't even know why – reason why we're mentioning this, obviously, because Crowell is possibly a start. I don't know. He was, what, a running back two a couple weeks ago. Um, but if he wasn't going, Elijah McGuire actually would have been a pretty decent start. He got 17 points, I think, at PPR this past week. So
0: – Solid. That's,
1: that's pretty good, you know. Um, but if he can't go, then you got Trenton Cannon. And it's like, all right, this guy's eh. – He's like a lesser of both of them, so it's like not that good, you know. To like combine, you know what I mean? Like, um, but now if he can't go, who the hell? Like, it's you know what I mean? Like, uh, Josh McCown's probably going to play running back. So <laughs> it's just worth noting that, like, I don't know. I'm just not. I'm just not feeling the Jets at all this week.
0: But some uh, some fresh legs for sure, and it's mm. a short week. That is true. They're playing on Saturday. Very exciting. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers coming off a devastating, embarrassing. A very very embarrassing loss to the now Reggie McKenzie-less Oakland Raiders. Love it. Before they moved to Las Vegas, which I mean, Gruden's been playing him the whole time. It's funny that he he apparently was very shocked and surprised by the firing of one former GM Reggie McKenzie, which I thought he was the one you know pulling all the strings. So it's, it just seems weird that he that he doesn't even know what's going on. I mean, it's how like, are you surprised if it was your decision?
1: They handed him the keys and he wasn't aware of this. Like it's just like what?
0: Very strange. <laughs> Very strange. James Conner may be suiting up, but we know Mike Talman. He's not as cryptic or as, you know, optimistic as as Pete Carroll, but I mean we're not gonna get any information out of him just like Belichick. So yeah. just keep an eye on that because Jalen Samuels caught all seven of his targets this past week for over sixty yards. Um Steven Ridley vulturing a touchdown. Similar I think
1: it's, it's Stefan. What is that? Stefan, Stevon? I think it's Stefan Ridley.
0: Stefan Urkel Ridley.
1: Ooh, Stefan Urkel.
0: For all you Zenials out there that may, that may catch up on that reference, <laughs>
1: Love it. Then I knew that?
0: Ooh. <laughs> uh, Pierre Garcon on uh, the Raiders finally finally put out the pasture on the IR. Dante Pettis has had, I believe, three or four solid weeks in a row of at least like 14 points in PPR. Um, he's a must add. He's a potential wide receiver three flex option for you this week. Lammer Lammer Jackson on um, the Baltimore Ravens always looking to run it, it's incredible that they've had success too in this new NFL as have the Seattle Seahawks where everyone's throwing the ball 50 times a game there's no defense but they run the ball i think 70% of the time since he's started playing quarterback which is which is Weird. unbelievable
1: yeah cuz it never it never works you know what i mean like it worked with Michael Vick because it was like brand new that a quarterback that freaking fast you know, could run all over the field. But like Lamar, it's just weird. It's like, it's like, he's a, I, I mean, RG three did the same exact thing. You know what I mean? But then we all know what happened with RG three, but now he's obviously the number three behind Lamar Jackson. So it's just, it's just weird. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't like him in fantasy wise. Cause he can't freaking throw the ball. He can run, but, but he should play this week. I think that's what they're saying is he should play. So.
0: True. He's like a which which also sounds weird saying, like a poor man's Josh Allen. Right? Because I love I Josh Allen. rushing numbers, but Josh Allen has more upside on touchdowns and passing the ball. So
1: I'm all in on Josh Allen. <laughs>
0: I mean he's got he's got a tremendous amount of upside, athleticism. They just need some they need some talent. And he needs some weapons, man. Sean McDermott's mm-hmm. gotta gotta do a little better in the draft on picking up some people, but in his mold, you know, that's why he got rid of everybody else on the team. So Oh, Odell, OBJ, seeming like the Giants were going to uh, gonna try and tank this past week by, by sitting him for a contusion on his quad. And yet they dominated and crushed the terrible Mark Sanchez. I mean, can you even say that at this point? That dude is atrocious. He was Pretty taking bad. steroids this year. They didn't pick up Kaepernick because he didn't have enough time to to learn the offense. And yet Josh Johnson, they picked up this past week. What was he, like, top top five, top seven in, uh, in fantasy this week after just, just learning incredible. the
1: offense? He was incredible. It was actually a treat to watch him. I mean, he's been in the NFL for quite some time, been on a bunch of teams, but yeah. he actually looked pretty good. I mean, that's because he probably just doesn't give a crap anymore. <laughs> he's just going out there like, you know what, let's do it. Like, he's whatever. Problems, man,
0: right? he's, exactly. he's fighting for his, his next backup job.
1: But OBJ, right, they're saying, I mean, that was a surprise that he literally was just ruled out, did not travel with the team.
0: Dark. Yeah, the day before, right? They ruled him they ruled yeah. him out. So very,
1: very odd. Um I I think he I think he will play this week. For all of you, you know, OBJ fanner or, or I guess owners out there, sorry, fans and owners, you know.
0: You're making up new words, man. Fantasy fan. Know. Fantasy fanners.
1: Phoners. Phoners. <laughs>
0: So yeah, keep an eye. Uh, as my brother was saying, on on OBJ, um, Ingram has some upside. He got a little bit more attention this past week, which was which was good to see, pleasant surprise. Um, another quick injury on the Steelers. Uh, Big Ben and his and his sloppy, rothless McRibs. Can you yes. can you He's say sloppy. that? He's sloppy. Looking. <laughs> sloppy, sloppy, rothless. He ruthless. looks
1: drudged. You know what I mean? Like he looks like he was taken out of the river, like like <laughs> like a waterlogged body. <laughs>
0: Like he's, just, he's
1: just roster. a big dude he's just a really big dude i mean he's a very good quarterback but for them i really hope he does play because who the hell I mean, who's the backup charlie badge
0: cordell stewart slash
1: i don't even know it doesn't even matter so
0: no it's that dude from tennessee um i forget his name he's a smart kid though he's he's apparently um like a certified genius oh sweet um, hopefully he, he doesn't have to play though, because then it's obviously a downgrade to all the receivers. Juju, Juju on that, on that beam, on that. Gosh, bean.
1: Joshua Dobbs.
0: Yeah, that's
1: Joshua it. Dobbs
0: Thank out of you. Tennessee. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you. We have that chat opportunity here. <laughs> Thank um, you, Tart.
1: It's a new so, added feature.
0: Yeah, we're yeah, using sure. new technology. Look at that. Hopefully the sound comes in as clear for you guys as it does for us. Just to. uh Round out these uh, these notes and injuries before we touch on some uh, some top performers very quickly. Ted Ginn might return this week. I'm not sure that has crazy um, you know implications, but Drew Brees has to get his act together now that it's the playoffs, and hopefully it starts this week on Monday night against the Panthers. Um, I mentioned it before very briefly, but um, this Thursday, obviously you're big fans of football if you're listening to this. This could be the game of the, a game of the year up to this point. Battle for the number one seed. In the West. Love it. Very exciting. And the Pats have nothing to do with it because they lost on the most ridiculous trick play of all time, Gronkowski, standing 80 yards down the field. Why would Grant, you have him in the game? Ryan Tannehill, why? Ryan Tannehill can throw 80 yards.
1: But why would you even have him in, even if he can throw it? Okay, and it's a jump ball. Like, the guy's got a terrible back, and he's got freaking broken ankles.
0: He can't like, turn. He can't turn at all.
1: I just There was just zero science to that.
0: It was crazy. Oh. He, made, he made a mistake, and before halftime, Brady took that sack, and they oh set on a God. field goal opportunity. Two mistakes from arguably the best quarterback and the best coach of all time.
1: I was talking, were, talking to two Pats, two Pats fans about it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, Yo, you uh, you catch that game?
0: <laughs> <laughs> watch that game? You watch that game.
1: That was great. It was Doyle and Adam. I'll mention them
0: unbelievable it's unbelievable it's amazing. They'll, they'll they'll find a way somehow to spin it to the to the positive of way. course
1: of course you know Tom Brady oh Tom Brady always takes yeah. you know, with 10 seconds left and no timeouts always gets sacked. like it's, just, it's,
0: it's incredible like, yeah. also two games on Saturday the Texans uh-huh. versus our um, cousins favorite New York Jets um, as well as the night game which should be fantastic a lot of offensive a lot of offensive athletes in that game the the Cleveland Browns and the Denver Broncos I' game looking forward to that one for sure could be a good game. Yeah,
1: definitely. Uh, I just think it's – I just want to point out, you know, for everyone out there that was very disappointed this past week. Um, Patrick, you may have been one of them. I don't know if you have buys in all your leagues because you're actually pretty decent, you know, surprisingly. That's um, if you do. But there's a lot – there was a, so many disappointments this past week. You got your freaking Todd Gurley, Jared Goff, you know um, – Goff everyone, like a rookie. Everyone in the Vikings, Kirk Cousins. St- like, how does he – He just – I don't know what his deal is. He's making a crap ton of money, and he is not playing well at all right now.
0: He looks similar to the quarterback that used to wear a Redskins jersey with the same name on the back. So I'm not. I mean, did he, did he ever beat a good team when he was on the Redskins? He actually,
1: he actually had well, like Monday I night think, or Sunday. Night, I, I don't think know. he had better stats when he was on the Redskins.
0: Yeah, surprisingly, but, too. Now that he has arguably the best receiving core in the league,
1: probably the worst Monday Night Football game I have ever. Like witnessed, I mean, it was disgusting until like what the last like three minutes when like two touchdowns passed, happened. Passed.
0: I was a little bit sleep by the healing Anemic offenses.
1: He got a little bit injured, but I believe he's fine. Uh, no one really big. Seattle, I guess. Chris Carson had a decent game. That's about it. Uh, how about Kittles and bits or chicken kittle?
0: Let's well, see. I get by with a kittle help from my friend. Right,
1: <laughs> crazy kittle thing called love. Uh, Just to name name a few. You know, Dirty Kittle Secret. My Dirty Kittle Secret.
0: (laughs) You had a creative commode session there, didn't you? I
1: I basically, actually, no. I was just looking up things that had uh, the word little in it so that I could just replace it with Kittle. (laughs) (laughs) But he, I mean, it was just ridiculous. Um, Who's it, Shanahan, right? He's the head coach.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, Mike's son, Keely.
1: Shanahan, um, he said he was upset, I think, that he couldn't get him the uh, the record and whatnot. Um, Monster game, I played him in one league, so it didn't matter who I started. I got dominated. Uh, Julio Jones, I just want to point out, uh, he probably has more touchdowns this season than the rest of his other seasons combined. Like, I do not – it's ridiculous how awesome he's being. Like he's playing this year. Two touchdowns this past weekend, still dominating. Love it. Just wanted to point that out. And that's Saquon Barkley. He's going to win Rookie of the Year. I don't oh, know yeah. if you guys watched the game. You obviously did, brother. Holy crap.
0: He's insane. He looks phenomenal. He's unbelievable. It's,
1: it's absolutely ridiculous what he's doing Like as a rookie. I mean, it's, it's very similar, obviously, him and Zeke. They, like, they were, both came in just boom, ready to go. And it's crazy because Saquon, he doesn't have a good offensive
0: line. No, I know. It's crazy. The Jerome Brown pickup, though, was phenomenal, actually. I don't know why the Rams dropped him. He was their best backup. Now he starts for us, and we, we look stronger already. So,
1: But I have noticed. I, I, I will say I have noticed, like, the actual – like, the blocking. It just looks better. You know what I mean? When Saquon's running through his holes, obviously he reads bumps very well. But the O-line just looks like they're actually – like, trying, and you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't look like anything, like. So, just want to point that out, that he's going to win rookie of the year. Hands down. No one's Absolutely. Even
0: close. Absolutely.
1: No one's even close. It's ridiculous. Uh, and also, I mean, brother, I don't know how you feel about this, I guess, but when you really think about it, um, Pat, I'll get your input on this as well. Uh, so, we'll, we'll introduce Turk Alert. This is Turk Alert. Uh, he's my, um, my dear friend from home. And from college, uh, I was in his wedding. So he is one of my best buddies. What's up, Patrick? How are you guys doing today? How's the, uh, how's the weather in Jersey?
2: Uh, it's cold.
1: Probably the same in New York, right, brother?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's lovely and refreshing. Ooh. Yeah, we're, we're about 40 minutes from each other, so it's not too big of a difference.
1: All right, all right. Winter jackets.
0: Welcome, Love welcome, that. man. Awesome to have you on. Thanks for uh, taking the time.
2: Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah.
0: Of course, uh, so- man, absolutely.
2: What I, what the topic. What I wanted to
1: touch. What I, what I wanted to touch up on was um. So how, like when you guys are setting your lineups, like are you setting like, okay, like obviously you look at a big name, but like you're gonna still start Todd Gurley or something like that. But like, do you like look at you know what I mean? Obviously specific matchups now instead of looking at a big big name. Like oh I got I have to start him. I have to start him even though he sucked for like three weeks. Like a Cam Newton for ex- for example.
2: Yeah, I think that you know, depending on who the player is, if he's a wide receiver one or a running back one, I think you have to start him no matter what the matchup is. Especially if it's going to be a game where that team needs to win in order to be in the playoffs. True, true.
0: That's very well said, man. I mean, I mean, I agree wholeheartedly, actually, because because you never want to. You never want to second-guess, right? Because we have to live with these decisions, and I always tell people, especially in the playoffs, it's like, yeah, we can give you all the advice, all the statistics you can find online as well, but it's like at the end of the day, you have to have conviction. You have to have belief because if that player that player tanks and you didn't go with your gut, with your heart, then then you're, you're going to be the one thinking about it or second-guessing it later on. So it's tough to sit your wide receiver ones, your running back ones, your quarterback ones, because if, especially if they had a bad game, I always believe in the bounce-back game. So. And, but, obviously, other than that, I mean, you have, you have to look at matchups, especially in the playoffs. Well
1: said. Love it. Uh, I, also so, think you, yeah. I,
2: also, I also just need – you think you need to avoid overmanaging your team when you get to the playoffs. You kind of have to trust the philosophy that you've had the entire year that got you there. And sure. well just because Amara Cooper or Derrick Henry had a huge game this week and you benched him, doesn't mean that you need to start him next week because you missed out because those type of things will, will screw you.
0: Yeah. That game's yeah. over. You're right, man.
2: Derrick Henry, good God.
0: What so was that? Who is that guy? That, who is but the we'll, guy that wore Derrick Henry's jersey?
1: We'll mention that, too. Like, he also runs like he's a weirdo, but apparently his one, like, ridiculous, what was it, the 99-yard yard run, he reached the, the fastest velocity, I think, like, at, in any run in the entire – in the entire NFL, this like this season so far.
0: He, he stiffened c- like four fully grown men.
1: I could not believe what I was watching.
0: It was absolutely, it was absolutely ridiculous.
1: It was just like, are you kidding me?
0: He had more points in the game than he has you. all season, right?
1: Nobody started <laughs> you, and he set a record of like the most yards and touchdowns with like less than twenty freaking carries.
2: What? <laughs> he would have had the most on like. 11 carries. I remember I was just watching that game on the stats on my phone. I wasn't even watching the game. And it was just like, oh, Derrick Henry, 10, 10 rushes, 170 yards. Oh, what? <laughs> 11 carries, 215 <laughs> yards, and he just kept going up.
1: It, it was disgusting. It was disgusting. I mean, obviously he's not going to do it again, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so, Patrick, you know, obviously you have your matchup. So how many, how many leagues are you in
2: this year? I'm in five.
1: You're in five. All right, that's a good number. I'm in five myself.
2: And how many how many
1: leagues have you made the playoffs in?
2: Uh, four. Very nice. Great job, man. Thank you.
1: Not to that. The only
2: one you missed is my league. Almost made it. I almost Woo! made a comeback. <laughs>
1: that's when tough, you,
2: man. Yeah, when you lose your you know your first round pick in a fourteen person league. Yeah, oh, it sucks. Your uh, you know Kareem Hunt, not to Freeman going down. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't too good.
0: I yeah. love that league. I just want to throw this in there very quickly because maybe it'll encourage others to have a 12 or a 14 man. Cause I talked to a lot of people that have 10 man league and it's like, yeah, well <sighs> you can kind of like trip over a banana peel and land into somebody because there's so many athletes still available in a 14. You actually get to start some sleeper players because we have two flex options. A lot I, of sleeper. I think it's phenomenal then. Cause you have more, you have more and more guys to play. So
1: there's like no one on the waiver in, in that league ridiculous.
0: It's tough, man. I yeah. enjoy it. So obviously,
1: Patrick, your brother, you're also in the playoffs in some. Um I unfortunately am only alive in one league. I might be alive in another one for the toilet bowl. I'm still setting my lineup. I had Dak
0: and Amari. What's there up? Flush it down, <laughs> brother.
1: <laughs> oh, I was flushing that shit. <laughs> Figuratively and literally, you know so I believe you. You got me. So obviously uh these, so what we, what we usually do and Pat, I mean, um, this is awesome that you're on with us, you know, obviously to help us and get your perspective as well, you know, for someone that is in a bunch of leagues, but you know what I mean? I want to see how you as you break it down and whatnot. So we're going to go through a bunch of, I guess, matchups um, and see, you know, who do, who do you like better? Uh, Randall Cobb, Godwin or Corey Davis. This was Rory, right? Is it PPR? Do you know if it's PPR?
2: Um, I could. I'm in two leagues with him. I could see if which one he has the players in.
1: I mean, if not, I don't think it. Honestly, for me, I don't think it matters. <laughs>
2: Brother.
0: We could assume it's PPR. I think most people. Um, it is PPR. PPR. Yeah.
2: It's a uh, mammoth. Oh, all right.
0: Go for it, Turk Alert. You tell us first.
2: Um, Randall Cobb's a tough play. Um, they haven't been the same Packers that they've been all year and especially after you know losing McCarthy and um, facing the Chicago Bears who just shut down the Rams um, I don't know if I like that pick at all um, same thing goes for Chris Godwin I mean that's a real tough uh, tough sell to start him against Baltimore um, I think the leader in the clubhouse has got to be Chris Davis going against the Giants Corey it is oh yeah Corey Davis sorry
0: Chris is a better name, anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Jerks. (laughs) No, I completely agree with you on the Packers, and I'm actually um, I'm fading all of my Packers this week. Honestly, I think the Bears are just they're up and coming. They're they're ready, and then losing losing McCarthy like that, I think he had a lot of respect to the locker room. I mean, they weren't winning, but um, I'm a little a little scared of starting Aaron Jones this week, just from what they did to Todd Gurley last week. So there's no way. And they're home too, Randall Cobb, get out of here! But they're at Soldier Field. Godwin might – I mean, he has some upside, especially if DeShaun doesn't play. Um, but the Giants don't necessarily cover number one wide receivers incredibly well. Janoris is taking a step back, so.
1: Simply based on, I guess, who they're playing is probably – I would say Corey Davis. Yeah. Chris Godwin, like you said, they're playing the Ravens. I mean, that's like the number one scoring defense, so – and Randall Cobb, he's he, he disappears. He's like Kevin Bacon in what Invisible Man? Is that what it's called? Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it could be called that. I don't think. It I is.
1: don't know. I forget what it's called.
0: Elizabeth Shoe's in that movie. I remember her from Cocktail.
1: Oh, Elizabeth Shue. Uh, so, Pat, is this is this next one yours, um, um, it's, or someone? Yeah. I guess. That's, uh,
2: that's that's Toilet Bowl League.
1: Okay, so Toilet Bowl League, would you drop Mariota for Darren Sproles?
2: This league is so thin that if if I have a starting QB, I am forced to find points wherever possible. And that Eagles backfield, as far as pass catching options, if he can get three receptions for 40 yards and, you know, maybe steal a TD and get 10 points, 12 points, that's a flex number two for me in that league right now.
0: And Clement Mari- might be out too, right? So
2: Yeah. Is Mariota your starting quarterback? No, Deshaun Watson. Um,
0: then go yes. pull, pull the trigger then. Yeah.
2: Pull yeah. The trigger oh, no, I did.
1: For sure. Yeah. Okay. But I like it, though. I like I like where you're – you know what I mean? Like yeah. where you're going with that, especially for Darren Sproles.
2: And this late, in this, this, this late in the season, you got to try and, you know
1: – Exactly, get points. No
2: dynasty, no keepers. It's just whoever's going to get you the most points this week, you got to roll with, especially if it's just, you know, toilet bowl, most points wins. Exactly. Uh,
1: so this one, I don't know whose it is, but I mean, I think it's—I think it's pretty clear. Uh, it's either Cameron Brate or Ian Thomas. Um, I'm all in on Ian Thomas. We talked about him last week, brother.
0: Yeah, we did.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, he had 11 targets, nine catches, and 77 yards. That's yeah. Cam, Daddy doesn't throw the ball that much, or he used to, or whatever. I don't know. Panthers stink, but that's besides the point. Fantasy points doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but he's 11 targets. Like that's a lot.
2: Especially when he flubbed the ball all over the place in the first, like two weeks of the season, when Greg Olson went down, mm-hmm. he doesn't, he looked like he didn't know how to play football. And then he comes back and he kind of redeems himself with the starting role this week. So
1: I like games. Um,
2: yeah. I just, I'm, I'm, I have Jordan Reed who's, uh you know, obviously in the nobody did <laughs> near the end of his career. Um, I guess you guys talked about it last week. You have all these athletic young tight ends that are coming in the league, and, you know, you don't have those 12-year, 14-year careers of tight end like you used to have, you know, with uh, like Jason Witten or someone like that. Um, but who do you play this week? Do you play Cameron Braith or Ian Thomas?
1: Well, Cameron Braith, they're playing the Ravens, right?
2: Yeah. That's no. For sure. Oh, yeah.
1: Tampa's playing the Ravens, and I think the Panthers are playing the Saints on Monday night. Uh, I would still you got to go Ian Thomas. Honestly, I would start Ian Thomas over probably three quarters of the tight ends. If your name is not George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz, I'm starting you over. Um, you're getting Ian Thomas.
0: (laughs) Cameron Braid did have two touchdowns last week, but I think he did. Pat, you alluded to this last week, where you don't want to be chasing the top performers from the week before, and in this case, he only had four targets, which was fifth on the team, and. They were passing a bunch since they were behind in the last few minutes. So, I mean, he threw 38 passes. Jameis is Winston. Um, I'm all in on Ian Thomas this week.
1: Plus, they also, I mean, Travis Kelsey did actually have a pretty good game again, right? Against the Ravens last week. He is Travis Kelsey. But.
0: Bucks are a different team. Mist- exactly. Mistake, mistake exactly. prone, I guess, if that even makes sense.
1: It's not Patrick Mahomes making, you know throws where he's turning his head around like an owl.
0: No look passes, literally.
1: His peripherals are incredible.
2: If they were going to start Fitzmagic this week, I feel like you got to go with uh, Kevin Brate.
1: Oh, all right.
2: If just It just seems that, you know, whenever the quarterback gets benched, the next one comes in. He comes into the fourth quarter, throws three touchdowns wow. in, in four minutes, and then has like four touchdowns the next week, and then they start playing crappy again, and then they yes. go to the next one.
1: It
0: doesn't make sense. It, it's a sick and demented pattern that we've seen because it's played out like that this year, which is crazy. <laughs> All right.
1: Um, going to a couple defenses really quick. I think it's definitely worth noting because I know a lot of teams do stream defenses unless you were fortunate enough to draft the Bears. <laughs> you know? Um, but this does happen. And there's obviously defenses out there. Uh Texans over Panthers this week, obviously. So Panthers are playing the Saints. They just got beat by the freaking Browns. Um,
0: Texans Jets.
1: Honestly, just based on that, like I'm not even going to talk about the Texans. The fact that the Panthers are playing the Saints, like I just, I don't even care who the Texans are playing. But they actually Texans have a
0: very good top three defense this week. They actually
1: have a very good defense, though. Yeah, they're playing the freaking Jets, like you said. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: In Jersey. In East Rutherford. You think you, you agree with those Pat?
2: Yeah, that's not. uh um, yeah, I like it. These I think these next the next ones me too. Um I'm just streamlined defenses. I don't think there's a lot of value in defenses in the draft. And I just think you gotta pick the best matchup on whoever it is that week. It's the, it's the easiest and most efficient way to run your run your team.
0: I, I dig it. it. I dig it.
1: Baltimore and drop New Orleans. I would. I know Tampa's offense has a potential. You know what I mean? Like they have the weapons, they can maybe do it. But look at what Baltimore did against KC last week.
0: You know that that one's a little closer. I would say Baltimore's like a top top four defense this week, and Nollins is probably a top ten. So it's not. It wouldn't be the worst thing to start Nollins this week true. So against yeah. Carolina. But favorite depending favorite on, Baltimore,
1: depending on which Carolina offense shows up. If it's if it's five touchdown McCaffrey. Okay,
0: yeah. As long as Run CMC Music Factory shows up, yeah. I am I am happy.
1: So, uh, this one's from TC, our other uh, our other brother, Kata's brother, um, in a .5 PPR, uh, Jarvis, uh, Coleman, Gus, or Sutton. One they uh, is, they're all share. I'll
0: jump in quickly on this one, because for me, it's easy. I'm going to ride the hot hand. Baker Mayfield has been phenomenal over the past since he's taken over, and he's going to keep throwing the ball to to Landry. I think he's got some confidence after last week's game. Jarvis, I mean, all day.
2: Yeah, I actually agree with you. (laughs) Doesn't make for great, great podcast radio, right, but
0: bro. yeah, no, no, not a lot of on that one. But but sometimes you got to make a decision, though, you know. So. Yeah, I
1: think Gus. I think Gus is kind of. I mean, Kenneth Dixon is back, and they're actually freaking giving him the ball, and he's the one scoring touchdowns. Sutton got a little banged up, right? The other day, yeah, I mean, he, I he had he a couple
0: catches, but not a phenomenal game, but a good game.
1: Decent, right? I mean, because Sherman was out there as well, I believe. I mean, the Broncos just didn't. I can't believe they lost.
0: I hope that's a high-scoring game. I think both teams are still technically in playoff hunt, as are the Giants, which is amazing. What um, the, they're just screwing themselves. But the Broncos and the Browns should be playing. I mean, they're going to be playing their hearts out on Saturday night. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that being a high-scoring game, I, I hope.
1: Yeah. I would, I would probably go Landry, actually. I'm going to agree with you guys, though. Yeah. I mean, I find it hard. He's just been playing, like, I mean, the past couple weeks, he's had in the double digits close to, like, 20s. You know what I mean? Like as far as I mean, he's got a hell of a cannon, dude. Holy crap, did you see that throw?
0: Dude, Baker's chucking it, man. I love it. They're no. fun to watch. Landry. Oh but
1: Landry had that bomb. <laughs> he's a lefty.
0: Lefty lefty, man.
1: The lefty from LSU. But yeah, I would I would go Landry just for the fact that Baker is like he's definitely starting to throw to him a lot more. Uh this one is from Smythe. From a hometown. Hometown hero. From the M Dub, uh, so we're this is digging, this is digging deep, right here. Tim Patrick, who the hell is Tim Patrick? Um, it's not you, Patrick. It's what is he, the number three wide receiver, I guess, technically on the depth chart of uh, the yeah. Broncos, right of Denver. And then, uh, who, how do you how do you pronounce it? Uh, D- or no, Zay Jones. My bad. I was thinking of the other guy. I was gonna mention him. Um, Tim Patrick, Zay Jones, or Kenyon in his flex PPR.
2: Um, I think Tim Patrick, I mean, having one showing in the past five weeks, you, it, it's hard to go there. Um, Kenyon Drake is, you know, has that big play potential, especially if, if it's a deep league. If, you, if this is a 14, uh, maybe even a 12 person league, if you have multiple flex positions, um, I'd probably go with, with Drake, um, that Buffalo up there. I mean. Yeah, Allen can run the ball and he can get you a lot of points. But, you know, I just think it's, you know, feast or famine for the wide receivers up there. If, if he's, you know, running the ball over the place, I don't think they're going to get the touches in order to give you some solid production.
0: True. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree. Um, I think Miami's – they have a weird ball distribution because the ageless wonder Frank Gore has been, has been phenomenal this year as well. And,
1: Unless um, it's a miracle for Kenyon Drake.
0: It's crazy because he he didn't start out the year well. I mean, we've talked about him for days, for days. Thankfully, Kyle's not on here. He would tell us what really grinds his gears again about, about just, Drake. Just, just shut up. Um, <laughs> Even
1: though he is like a top – he's like a top 20 <laughs> though, running back.
0: But Zay had nine targets last week. He only had three catches, but he still seems to be the number one target for Josh Allen. It is tough to trust. They are at home up in the Buffalo, um, the home of Duff's. The only, tr- the only
1: true New York team,
0: but they're playing the Lions, so I mean that—that's a coin flip for me. Um, but Ruben
1: Foster is looking pretty good. Isaiah McKenzie—they're actually using it slot now. They're talking about this dude.
0: Yeah, it's tough to not favor a running back who can also catch passes out of the backfield, though, especially in the playoffs, because there's there's a little more upside, and I mean more opportunity, right, for touches. So.
1: And they're playing the Vikings, and they're still in playoff contention. Like they could still win that division. Seven if the Patriots like obviously lose out and they win, but like, yeah, I'm going Kenyon Drake. They're playing Minnesota, who is just in shambles right now. So it's true. I'm 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 for Kenyon Drake.
0: And they fired that dude also because Kirk Cousins stinks. What a shame!
1: Was it the offensive coordinator, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, wasn't he? I think he was the um, quarterbacks coach for the Eagles last year, and he got an opportunity to coach the now the offense in in Minnesota, but.
1: Wasn't he supposed to, like,
0: be a head coach somewhere? I don't know. He got a lot of buzz, though, after that. I mean, him and Frank Reich. And supposed to, he Peterson. was supposed to be, like,
1: the Browns' freaking head coach.
0: It was an awesome, awesome season they had last year, and they both turned it into, um, you know, bigger opportunities elsewhere. But good luck, John. Hope you find something, buddy.
1: Yeah. Uh, this one is from our always avid listener, our boy on Twitter, uh, JD, at Coffee Boone. Thank you, my man. Uh, This one is actually pretty interesting. Um, If Odell cannot play, which there is a possibility of this happening, Dante Pettis, Josh Gordon, or Tyler Boyd, and it is standard scoring. Patriots are pissed. (laughs) And they're playing the Steelers, and the Steelers are pissed. That's going to be a – Freaking game and a half. That's why I want Big Ben to play.
2: Yeah, I think you. I think you have to go, Gordon here.
1: Yeah, he could have a monster. He could have a monster game. I mean, so the Niners are playing Seattle. It isn't. It isn't San Fran.
2: It just seems that he's getting you know five, six catches every game. You throw in a TD, you know, seventy yards. He's he's good for like at least twelve to twenty points. I think guaranteed.
1: Did he almost go missing the other day too? Like in the beginning of the game, he didn't even like do anything, and then like second half, I think he had a touchdown, right?
2: Yeah. I what, this past week, I think he had like hundred yards.
1: Yeah, no, he had a pretty, he had a pretty good game, I think. Yeah. Brother.
0: I'm gonna um gonna throw a little wrench in our in our constant agreeance here so far into the episode a little a little controversy because I think Josh Gordon too could he could have a phenomenal game the thing is with the with the 49ers you never know who's going to who's going to step up who's going to be a part of the game plan i'm a little nervous about starting any 49ers skill player honestly outside of Gronk because you can have a bench him because the tight end position is is doggish this year that we've that we've already seen and julian edelman i think is a must start moving forward. tom brady's favorite target um, james White i'm a little torn on i mean but i digress in a standard league uh, Dante Pettis has had four touchdowns in the last three weeks, six targets at least over the last four, being seven in the last three. Um, he's becoming, I think, the go-to for, for Mullins. And the last time they played Seattle, which was in Seattle, he had seven catches for 129 yards and two touchdowns. So I think I'm, I'm favoring Dante Pettis out of Washington, the return, return master phenom, um, a little bit here.
1: I like it. I think he's a great TFS this week too. He's probably not going to be that expensive.
2: Now, do you think that, you know, I mean, granted the Vikings have been playing like absolute dog crap the entire year, but do you think that Seattle defense is finally starting to wake up or do you think that the Vikings are really just that bad?
0: <sighs> I mean, probably a combination have- of, uh, of both things, honestly, because I think Seattle took a little bit for them to really understand their identity. I think with, with the turnover in the locker room and Pete Carroll always like, you know, I mean, he's, he's a very optimistic coach, which is good, but he, he's not always a realist, I would say. So I think it – I do like that he encourages the team to find its way, though, and that they've won the last four. And now Frank Clark's talking shit about Richard Sherman. It's not his team. I'm, I'm starting to like the, uh, the, the Seahawks a little bit, too. And they clearly had a great game plan for for the Vikings. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm liking Seattle these days. And I mean, what do, you, what do you think, sir?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think Seattle is going to turn it up this week, and that's why I'd be worried about starting Pettis. Um, you know, Seattle has – that's always their defense is their strong suit. And that's what they're going to ride into the playoffs is them being high. And like we were talking about earlier, when you have one of those, you know, bounce-back weeks for someone that ha- didn't have a good week last week and you start them this week and then you think they're going to have a bounce-back week, I think that almost goes in reverse for people who have done nothing all year and then have two good games. Do you just ride that out? Or do you try and, you know, get ahead of the curve for when they inevitably – You know, crap out on you. I think Seattle. Great point, man.
1: That is. (laughs) I like that. Turk alert, doing work, always. That's what you do, son. Uh, Seattle, they're giving up its middle of the pack passing right now. Um, They obviously shut down Kirk Cousins the other night. Uh, He did throw a freaking garbage time touchdown, I believe, at the end. Uh,. Nick Mullins threw for, what, over 400 yards against them the last game? Mind you, I think they, like, actually lost by, like, a good amount, so it was kind of all in garbage. Most of it was in garbage time. Garbage time is still fantasy points, though. I love it. Uh, all right. I like that. Um, so, moving on. Uh, waivers. Waivers. That is clutch. Patrick, answer your phone. So uh, waivers, obviously, that's, they completely go down as the season goes on, right? I mean, it's pretty much like, especially in your, if you're in a 14-team league, there is no one out there. 10-team, okay, maybe you'll see some guys that are like, oh, okay, oh, Derrick Henry's on the waiver. Let me run and get him and then start him so that he can get me five carries for 20 yards next week. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. I just, he's just such, that was ridiculous. I still can't get over it.
0: (laughs) But who are you you targeting this week?
1: Um, so I, this is, this is a little crazy, but if you're someone that may have had like Cam Newton or or Jared Goff, I know this sounds nuts. Cam, Cam Newton has not been that good. Mind you, the saints defense, their secondary is not good either. Um, but they did step it up a little bit against Tampa last week. Um, kind of shut him down in the second half. Uh, But I really like Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen is a potential starter, or if you have someone – I mean, if you were streaming quarterbacks, which is kind of – I don't know. I don't want to say, like, many people do that. I mean, it's kind of risky. But uh, Josh Allen, the guy's been 100 yards on the ground, pretty much averaging. That's 10 points right there. Just on running alone. And he can throw the ball too. Like we've seen him like he had over what he had 161 game, I think like 245 another and I think a little bit over two in another game so that he has potential to like obviously pass the ball very well and his receivers are stepping it up when he actually does throw to them. So I don't know. I think Josh Allen is actually a a pickup this week potential starter. I mean Jared Goff, I really don't want to sit him but like it's like, you know what you're going to get from Josh Allen with the running game. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's tough because like we were talking about before, Pat, you know what I mean? Like obviously Jared Goff may end up in your starter, who knows, but.
2: Yeah. But I mean, you know, Detroit, you thought he was going to, you thought that he was going to like crush them and, you know, throw for 400 yards and three TDs and put up a goose egg, so to speak. I mean, eight points is nothing. And then this week in Chicago, I mean, granted it was cold and everything. um, But you
1: know, I feel you on that.
2: Going into the, going into the, you know, this part of the offensive, Josh Allen is there and the past three weeks he's put up 30, 30 points. I like him. It's looking that's, good.
1: That's me for a quarterback.
2: Ride
0: that, ride that wave. And I think some, someone you got to keep a close eye on here is the, uh, for the chiefs game as well. We touched base on it earlier. Damian Williams, if Spencer, where doesn't play. I think he vultured a TD and that could be high scoring. So. There's somebody.
1: Uh, another running back, also uh, Justin Jackson. We did mention him. If he's, I mean, if he's still on the waiver, I feel like everybody jumped all over him last week. Already, uh,
0: I yeah. think
1: definitely the number one, especially honestly. Even if even if Melvin Gordon plays, I would still get Justin Jackson, and I would still start him as a potential like flex. Definitely a flex running back three. I mean, if you were so gracious to draft James Conner, Kareem Hunt, um, then you need someone.
0: <laughs> they're still in the playoffs, the Chargers. Like, they're so, going to be in the playoffs also. Yeah, exactly. you're going to win this week for the number one seed, but you're not going to risk hurting Melvin Gordon for the rest of the year. If he's barely able to play, why would you do that?
1: When Jackson's I'm a good running back. back, he's a good Give
0: the ball back. to Justin Jackson 20 times this game, please. Yeah. let go and give it to him. So. I might have him on one of my teams too, that's why.
1: <laughs> any other any other running backs? I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't really think of any. Jeff Wilson still, if he's still available, he's like Matt braden may play this week, but like Wilson, he's he's a talented running back. Ninety yards this past week on the ground. So,
2: Pat, Shanahan, have you seen any? Shanahan system Shanahan it's crazy um, in the system. That's nuts. No, I mean, I'm in some some relatively. Deep leagues. I mean, I don't think I'm in any, you know, like ten person leagues. Um,
1: any running backs out there that you see? You know,
2: I mean, it's it's bad. Yeah. Slim <laughs> <laughs> so
1: Like Deonta Foreman's probably like the top one to pick up.
2: Um, I think maybe Daryl Williams uh, on KC. Uh, he's probably yep. going to pick up some some carries if if um, Spencer Ware doesn't play. Um, so. I mean, get one of the D. Williams on your team.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, wide receivers. Uh, we mentioned Tim Patrick, who I, I don't know about starting him, but like you said, you know, like he, he had one good week. He could have He could have another good week. Who knows? Um, I believe Sutton was banged up a little bit, didn't play, so Patrick stepped in as well when he wasn't in there. Uh, but the name that I like actually is Deshaun. Dajon Hamilton. I don't know. They Nine targets, seven. They both had seven catches. Tim Patrick had ten, but I think Dajon is actually the number two. Who, what he had like 40-something yards, I believe, in a touchdown. Pretty good day. So, I think Dajon at least has more opportunity. Unless they go three wide receiver set, then I know nothing.
2: No, Again, fair. I think that's – I think it's hard to – I mean, depending on how deep your leap your league is you can always pick him up robert foster maybe
1: Um, not oh yeah there you go robert foster
2: he had a big he had a big week this week um you know in the past you know he's he's averaging like almost 100 yards the past four games um not a lot of touchdowns um but he's got that big play potential um you know to hit a streak i mean josh josh allen has a huge arm so
1: i like it i think yeah You heard it. You heard
0: it from Turk. Some other names to uh, keep in mind. Curtis Samuel. He's been getting a lot of targets. Had an ADR performance last week. And uh, keep an eye on Tyreek Hill if he plays or doesn't play because I don't think Sammy's going to play. Chris Conley. And uh, even deeper leagues, Demarcus Robinson potentially as well.
1: Do you like Chris Conley? Even Even if Tyreek plays, I still like Chris Conley.
0: I mean, he's the de facto number two receiver, number three, probably in regards to targets, I guess, if you don't include running backs behind Kelsey and Tyreek.
1: Yeah. True. And then we obviously mentioned another, another wide receiver that I'm like – that I kind of mentioned him a couple weeks ago, I believe, once they um, – once everybody got hurt, right, in Oakland. Uh, Seth Roberts. The guy had seven targets, five catches, 76 yards. Obviously, I mean, maybe not start him, but could be a name to think about, you know, seeing how he does this week if, it's, if it starts to increase a little. Just a little bit.
2: I'd little. start him over Jordy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, even though Jordy, I think, still got a good amount. But I think Seth Roberts, he just – he's got bigger play potential as well. Whereas Jordy, I mean, Jordy's old. He's getting old. He's on the on the down slope. Uh, tight ends, Ian Thomas, number one. I would say he's probably, like, the number one waiver. Him and, like, Justin Jackson. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Word,
1: especially in a PPR too. Ooh, so this just in, just got a uh, just got another follower, uh, Weaver NC twelve. What's up? Thank you. Uh, asking, any chance you would start Dixon over Gusbus this week in the flex? Hmm, that's tough.
0: Who are your other options?
1: Right, I guess that's the question. I, I mean, it must be pretty bad if that's. non-PPR too so just just threw it out there Mm. I don't know Kenneth Dixon the thing about Kenneth Dixon though is that he he what he vultured I mean he vultured like that one touchdown away from Gus
2: Harborough said he was going to get more touches too he said he's going to be more involved in that offense Mm
1: mm-hmm I, I guess you got to go, I guess you got to go Dixon. And it's kind of crazy that it's like, they're just completely riding. Like Gus bus just literally took over for the other two. And then all of a sudden Dixon comes back. Now he's taken over.
0: He still had, he still had uh 16, still had 16 carries to eight. Gus Edwards had 16 carries rushed for eight more yards, but he also had eight more carries than Dixon. Um, it might be an even timeshare, honestly. I, I would like to hear what other options you have because it's, I think it's the Lamar Jackson show, um, and especially if they might split carries. Ty Montgomery even got a few touches, so it's that backfield is muddled right now, to say the least.
1: They're playing Tampa, I mean, so they could be up. I mean, that's the, the thought, maybe, that they'll try to run the ball with both of them. Who knows?
0: It's a good challenging question,
2: sir. All right, I got one more for you guys. Galladay, Diggs, Woods, and Alan Robertson, start three. Ooh. I
1: feel like you got to go Diggs and Cooks, right? I would definitely yeah. go Diggs and Cooks. And then who were the other two? You said Alan Robinson. What was the
2: other one? Um, it was Robert Woods, Alan Robertson, Stefan Diggs, and uh, Kenny Galladay.
1: Oh, boy. Who are the Lions playing? Yo, the Bills.
0: Probably the Bills, Tredavious White might be covering them, right?
1: Bills are no joke on defense. They're pass defense. They have, they are letting up. I'll give you – this is the best stat. They're giving up 186 yards through the air per game. Holy crap. I'm, I'm sitting – because Stafford stinks this year. I'm sitting holiday. Yeah. That, That's what I have now. The Bills' defense is stout. They are – and it's in Buffalo too.
0: Galladay's had some big weeks too. I've, I used he him for probably half the season and he was incredible, but I've, I've, I've shied away the, over the last like probably three weeks. It's just, it's tough to put him back in your lineup, especially in the playoffs after what he did last week. And then if now he's the number one, right? So there's nobody taking pressure off, off anybody else. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Awesome, awesome episode.
2: This was fantastic.
0: Awesome having you on here, at the Turk Lurk.
2: Thank you for having me. If you ever uh, need someone to step in, I'm I'm always around. Take a look, doing work, always doing work. Love you some fantasy, so.
0: That's yeah, awesome. man. Cheers. Cheers to that.
2: Yeah,
1: no, and and I think we'll also, um, and also for the listeners, maybe in the in the future as well, because Patrick, and you heard he's in four playoffs out of five, but just to hear, you know what I mean, someone who has, we'll get his take on what are what his strategies are and how he became to, you know, get to the playoffs and obviously anyone else out there, I'm sure you probably do the same exact thing as him, brother. You probably too. And you know what I mean? Like obviously each year is different, but first place
2: in three leagues, baby.
1: There you go. Oh, that's awesome. You're the man. You're just the man, dude. You're just, (laughs) (laughs) so that will definitely be an episode later on. Um, Fantastic episode. Uh, you can find us thefantasyfam.com. Uh You can always shoot us an email, obviously the at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter, obviously. I uh, just want to also give another shout out to uh, Bronco Becca. Thank you for tweeting. Um, that was awesome. You got our stuff, our koozies and our stickers um, all the way out in Utah. So congrats again to you and thank you for, uh, for tweeting that out. Um, we did get a bunch more followers actually after that. So truly truly appreciate that on behalf of my brother our lovely guest turk alert uh this is the fantasy fam